The hour of 9 a.m. having arrived in Rochester, New York, we shall, and probably elsewhere in the Eastern Time Zone, we shall go ahead and get started with the IRA Job Seeker Seminar. If that's where you wanted to be, that's where you are. Um, thank you very much for joining us. My name is Paul Schrader. I'm the uh, public policy person for IRA, uh, based in Washington, D.C. Joining me this morning from IRA is Janine Stanley. Hello, Janine. Good morning, everybody. And we have a special guest um, who is going to talk a little bit about his experience with IRA. Mark Reichert, the Director of Public Policy with the National Disability Institute, also based in Washington, D.C. Hey, Mark. Um, so we, if anyone, I don't know if anyone is doing continuing education here, but if you are, there is a code that you will need to uh, have for the session. So we will give you an opening code. And at the end, we will give you the closing code so you can um, prove that you attended. Janine, oh, what would be the opening righty. code? The opening code is A, as in IRA. That's A, 6016. That's 6016. Excellent. Well, thanks. Thanks so much. And I know we have uh, some folks here from IRA as well. Mike, are you in the room? Mike Esire there in the back. Welcome. Anyone needing assistance? Um, Mike, I know we'll be happy to uh, try to assist if you need something. Um, you might raise a hand, and uh, if you have a question, we can also, uh, as we get later into the conversation, uh, I'm sure Mike will help us try to sort that out. I, don't, I think Jelena has probably left. Um, is that right, Mike? All right, so it's just Mike from and me and Janine from Ira. It's especially Mike. Um, so thank you very much for for being with us this morning. How many of you currently are using Ira as an explorer? Outstanding. Uh, good, good round of applause. How many of you have the Ira app on your phone and are using it as a guest? Anyone who's using first time here at the hotel, first time using Ira? Yes. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Right up front, too. Love it. Um, well, that's great news. And anyone who doesn't have the Ira app on your phone, I hope you will download it. If you want assistance with that for any reason, um, I'm sure Mike would be happy to. After the session, Janine or I can as well. Or you can come by our booth, uh, which is 9 and 10 when the exhibit hall opens, and we'll be happy to get you set up with the app. Um, so I, I want to get this out of the way first. IRA has made this area, the convention center and the hotels, free IRA zones, meaning you can use IRA for free, whether you're an explorer or a guest, have never heard of it or just hearing of it for the first time this weekend, you can download the app and use it for free here in the hotel to acquire assistance with vis accessing visual information of all sorts. So we're going to talk a little bit about the Job Seeker Employment Program of IRA and how IRA has been useful uh, for people in that context. A little over 14 months ago, back in February of 2018, our founder and then CEO, Suman Kanyaganti, announced that we would inaugurate something called the Employment Program. And the concept, he said, was we, he set up a bold mission and he used the 70% uh, unemployment figure that is 
largely anecdotal, but we certainly know it's extraordinarily high, taking that 70% figure down to seven. And his hope was that IRA could make a meaningful contribution in doing that and that we could also build partnerships with other organizations like the American Council of the Blind who also have that interest. And so we launched the program. What does it mean? Well, there's really four elements to this program, and we'll talk a little bit about each of those. But anyone who is an IRA explorer has access to the, employer pro to the employment program. And for those purposes, your minutes are free. So being an IRA explorer typically means you subscribe to a certain number of minutes per month as an IRA user. But for the employment program, those minutes are free. So the first component of this is anything related to finding a job. And that can be job searching out on websites or elsewhere. That can be formatting your resume. One of the things that we find, as we will talk about this going uh, a little bit later this morning, for those of us who are blind, if you're a really good screen reader user, you can do all the formatting tricks and largely uh, have an ex uh, a very visually pleasing formatted resume. Some of us aren't as necessarily as good with all the screen reader tricks, and even if you are, there are things that can happen to screw up your formatting. A bold that you didn't know about, a misalignment that you weren't, that you didn't notice. And those are the kinds of things that for a sighted person who's looking at your resume for, what, all of 10 seconds, they notice. And as soon as they notice that there's an irregularity of some sort, you're probably going off the pile of people being considered. So formatting, annoying though it may be, is really important. So those are, those are some of the tasks. Of course, picking out clothes if you're going to meet uh, an employer for an interview of some sort, filling out applications online, any of these tasks related to finding a job. The second part of the employer program, employment program, is the part that actually works directly with employers. And while this is kind of an adjunct, employers can provide IRA as an accommodation, and they do. And we'll be talking about that later today in a separate session where we're talking about IRA as an accommodation. A third component of this program is anything for those of you who are small business owners, anything related to that business can in fact be covered by IRA for free because of a partnership with Intuit. So anything from ordering goods and services to checking out the, uh, uh, if you're running a vending facility, for example, uh, checking out the uh, inventory, looking at the placement of items, looking at expiration dates, any of that stuff that where access to visual information would be important is available to you because of the partnership with Intuit. And then lastly, one that I always include in this summary of things that re are related to the employment program is our back-to-school program where students have been able to use IRA thanks to a partnership with AT&T. We've been able to provide IRA to students uh, for a school year in their post-secondary education. So those are the elements that I like to sum up as, as part of the employment program. But we're going to focus today on really that first component, anything related to finding a job. 
So over the 14 plus months that we've been running the program, we've had about four, almost 400 people access uh, IRA as part of the employment program. We've provided about over 67,000 minutes of service tied to seeking and finding jobs. We've helped almost 200 people either find employment or improve the employment situation they had. And we've been able uh, to support a number of individuals who are in the process of seeking employment, seeking to change their status. So um, lots of good news to report, lots of good comments. I'm going to just do two more things, and then I want to ask uh, Janine to uh, add a comment or two, and then we're going to turn to Mark to hear a little bit about his experience. What kinds of things have people done? Well, all of the things that I just talked about. So around 30%, just to give you some idea, of the people in, this, uh, in the employment program have used IRA for reading and handling printed material, accessing uh, uh, online uh, sites as well, um, and doing formatting of texts for resumes, applications, that kind of thing. About a quarter have been specifically tied to digital accessibility, um, working with websites, uploading material on websites. You know, as far as we've come in the accessibility world, we still run into pretty commonly uh, a lot of employment online sites that are not that accessible. Surprisingly, I think, because many people think of IRA as a navigation solution, only about 13% of the tasks that were tied to employment were navigation related. So uh, finding transportation, use, setting up rideshare, Lyft or Uber, these are all things that you can do with IRA. Uh, finding the actual office uh, or store or whatever that you were going to for an interview purpose, finding the, actual, the, the address and then finding the location, all of that would fall into that navigation. So only about 13% uh, falls into that category. So let me pause for a second and ask Janine, I know you've had a couple of uh, interactions with folks uh, who have been using the program as well. Absolutely. And the people that I deal with, and I am the Explorer Community Manager, so, um, <laughs> uh, and also uh, you folks will probably know me from IRACast, uh, which I have happily uh, taken over from Jonathan Mosen, who is uh, off in New Zealand doing good work with employment, by the way. So, um, what kinds of things are people doing with IRA to find their dream jobs? I just talked to somebody uh, recently who actually got their dream job uh, using IRA. And that dream job was with a degree in counseling. And uh, it meant a move uh, from one state to another, which she's using IRA quite a bit to get used to her new surroundings, get everything sorted through the move. But what did she do? with IRA during her job search? Well, just about everything that Paul mentioned, from going online, filling out applications, looking at actual job placements. Uh, that can be pretty daunting, and with a screen reader, it can just be, you know, sorting through those many applications. Also, you know, if you're a large print user, a, a screen magnifier user, it can be pretty tiring after a while looking at those job ads. Uh, so she did a lot of that. She did, even did some picking out wardrobe and did some scheduling of Uber and Lyft trips. 
uh, to get to her interviews in her local area. So there are a lot of things that people can do. Now, how many of you in this room are looking for a job? Whoa. All right, yeah, we got a couple people looking hey, for a job. It's okay. If you, I was going to say, come on. Don't put those hands know. up. Put them together. That's right. You never know. So the rest of you, I take it, are interested for other reasons, which is cool. And if you are counseling people, please tell them, try out IRA. Give it a shot. See what it can do for you in your job search. If nothing else, there's confidence building there. I'm going to turn it over to Mark to talk about his experiences. Then we're going to get you guys involved because you're sitting there way too quietly. Here, I'll take that. Pass it along, Mr. Ranger. All right. Good morning. How are you doing? That's good. See, I just finished about 20 ounces of Mountain Dew, so I am ready to get going, baby. It's something else. It says diet Mountain Dew, so I'm not benefiting from the sugar bounce, but... Uh, I guess they put four or five extra jolts of electricity in the bottle or something. I'm not sure exactly what they do. Anyway, I'm pleased to spend uh, a couple minutes talking to you about my story, and I will be—I um, won't be overly candid, but I'll—I'll—I'll be—I'll be, I'll be uh, what transparent with you and 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 show you. Because when I heard the reaction to you know how many people are actually actively seeking jobs, it sounded like there were a handful of folks clapping, but I bet that there are any number of people in this room who might share my experience. So I, um, I, I just turned 50 years old, which for those of you who are a good bit older than that, I, I'm, I'm sick of hearing how I'm still a kid at 50, because um, it certainly doesn't feel like it, uh, especially because I, I was, as a matter of fact. My little eyeballs shifted over in that direction just instinctively, even though I have no control over them. Uh, you know that you're getting older as you know you get up from the 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 the, the, the hotel restaurant table and you don't bound up uh, the way that you used to. But in any case, um, so you know, not that 50 is old, but as you start to approach that, you know, you get a little introspective. What am I doing with my life? Um, I've been doing the same. In my case, I'd done almost 25 years in the blindness and vision impairment policy area, which was great most meaningful time of my life as an adult, I think, in a lot of ways up till this point. But, you know, it's a long time. Um, and where are you going? What's the next stage? Uh, and then um, I, I was working at the, for some 13 years for the American Foundation for the Blind and, uh, you know, still have a lot of friends there. Kirk Adams, who's their director, certainly have a lot of respect for him. Uh, there are still folks I consider friends who work there. There are a lot of folks who I consider friends who, who aren't working there at, anymore. And like a lot of organizations in the blindness community, I know there's been you know some transition at AFB. And so sort of the convergence of those two things, my sort of personal sense of, huh, what am I doing? And gee, you know, the times they are changing. Maybe it's, you know, you start seeing doors open, seeing some doors close, and you say to yourself, huh, Maybe it's time to really reassess, and and so I went through that, and that's a tough. That's a, that's its own. It's its own challenge uh, to work up that sort of internal courage because it it takes risk. Um, and I'll just uh, take a step back here and say that Paul introduced me. I'm the policy director now at the National Disability Institute, and we'll be talking a little bit more about what NDI is later on in the week. But one of the things that we focus on at NDI. 
um, is all about sort of employment and eliminating trying to, you know, the, the, the bold idea of trying to eliminate poverty among folks with disabilities. And <clears throat> there is a whole, uh, there's a term of art for it, of course I can't remember now because the, the Mountain Dew hasn't kicked in, uh, but a term of art about understanding that, you know, in the disability community, just because we have disabilities uh, doesn't mean that we too don't or shouldn't embrace the risks of life. Um, so many times people are on SSDI or on other kind of benefits and we say, well, we don't want to risk trying to get that job uh, because, you know, um, we're going to risk losing that money. We're possibly going to risk losing health care. And those things are true uh, because we say, gee, we're going to take this cool new job even if the pay is great. Um, and they're going to give me health care benefits, but good grief, at least what I got is guaranteed. Um, the simple truth is if we believe this philosophy that people with disabilities can and should do other things, just like everybody else, um, that also means embracing a certain amount of risk. And uh, I'm not going to preach to you about how I was so amazingly able to do it, and so you should too. It was, it was and still is a little bit scary, um, I'll, I'll admit it. So anyway, how does this connect to IRS? So, of course, I thought to myself, well, you know, if I'm going to make this change, um, it may be a little while uh, before, before I actually land something permanent. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, so, so one of the things that I did is, is, is I, I set up my own little LLC, limited, limited Liability Company, in the state of Virginia. And so it was incredibly helpful to be able to, I'd already been an IRA explorer, I don't know, for what, I guess two years at that point, year and a half anyway, but um, amazing to know that I could not uh, have to, you know, break up or use up my minutes for other things, like how many times I drop my comb in the morning uh, and try to figure out where the hell that thing went on my bathroom floor or whatever, uh, but, um, you know, that I could actually focus on using the small business uh, benefit and uh, say, hey guys, um, I've, I've tapped into this crazy thing called LegalZoom, and it's a reasonably accessible site, but there's some issues up there, and you know, we've got some filings we've got to do. The thing about small business, maybe some of you know, I mean, there's just always some other piece of paper you got to file, or there's just some other thing you got to do with it. And then also, you know, getting some of your materials together. If you're going to try to do your own sort of homepage or website, or if you're going to... Um, you know, uh, worry about having to format business cards or things like that. I didn't quite get th quite that far because I ended up getting a full-time job and so kind of put that small business stuff sort of on the back burner. But it's still an interest of mine, and uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe you all will eventually hear that I'm no longer uh, got a, got a job with somebody else, but that I'm the full-time consultant as the founding president of something called Excelsis LLC. Um, and yes, that is Excelsis as in Gloria and Excelsis Deo, because I'm a good Lutheran boy. So that's my consulting business. Um, uh, and, and when I make my first million, you all are invited to the party. Um, so, so hope you can stay, stay alive that long. Um, so uh, for employment, uh, what did I do? Um, so I I'm, live in the Washington, D.C. area, very connected with the broader disability community. And so, of course, I had heard through word of mouth um, about an opportunity at something called the National Disability Institute. And, uh, and so I, I knew a little bit about that. Um, so I didn't necessarily do some searching uh, with IRA. 
Uh, I, I did a little bit uh, because the process uh, at NDI, our president and CEO there at NDI, he is most assuredly a deliberate, deliberative gentleman. Uh, he does not do anything last minute, unless, of course, he wants to uh, because he's a CEO and CEOs do that sort of thing. But wow, the process took a long time. And so since it took several months for them to finally decide that I was worthy enough, I guess, to come join them, uh, there was an awful lot of you know poking around, looking around at other at other uh, employers, uh, checking out what they what they have to offer, um, poking around with Ira, looking at um, data on what exactly past salary trends uh, might have been at those places, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so, you know, it's that kind of information uh, that's helpful to you. Or even uh, seeing on listservs that you don't necessarily, or Twitter feeds or whatever that you don't necessarily follow, uh, but with the help of an IRA agent saying, yeah, here's what some people are really saying about, you know, company X or some commentary that's out there. You know, I mean, nothing, nothing proprietary or weird, but just helpful, just intelligence as you're doing your background on, gee, do I really want to even apply to this outfit, whoever they may be. Anyway, uh, I'll wrap up by saying, you know, Paul's absolutely right. I mean, I think for me, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am no techie whiz-bang person. I can get along just fine, but boy, do I ever need help with the formatting of things. I know how I want the thing to look, or at least I think I do. Uh, but, but again, um, even if you are spectacular at putting your materials together, putting a, putting, a, uh, putting a cover letter together, I mean, how in the heck do you know that somehow in the course of doing what you did, you didn't pull up the template in your favorite word processing uh, uh, program that puts a picture of an aardvark right in the middle of every page, right? The last thing that you want to do is turn in a cover letter that has a picture of an aardvark on every page. And, and, and uh, unless, of course, you're into that sort of thing or you are, uh, uh, right, exactly. And unless it's a, you know, the World Wildlife Fund, in which case they would probably think you are amazing. Uh, but in any case, I, I was, since I wasn't applying for the World Wildlife Fund, I'd, um, um, it was helpful to be able to, and, 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 and I'll just say one quick word about the logistics of this and then I'll shut up. And that is to say, what's wonderful about uh, working with IRA is to be able to say the flexibility of it. Uh, they'll pop into uh, your computer using TeamViewer or some other kind of mechanism, whichever works for you, uh, mostly, uh, and, and, uh, and, and say, look, I'll look, as it were, I'll look over your shoulder and help you do the stuff. So they don't, you know, the, you don't have to relinquish control over your stuff in that sense if you don't want to. Uh, they'll pop into your computer and help you fix whatever. Or you can say, and quite frankly, and uh, Paul Schrader, some of you may very well know, he used to be my boss, and he's been a good friend for years, but he knows perfectly well my strengths and weaknesses. And, uh, you know, not that I'm lazy. I'm willing to work hard. But if there is a way to basically hand something to somebody else and say, could you fix it and, I'll, and then give it back to me, I, I will do it, man. Because, I mean, why? why? Why work harder than you need to? If you want to work your fingers to the bone, that's great. If it requires more than that, why? Why, why, why would you do that? that? That's right. Don't work harder, work smarter. That's that's a better spin. So that's what I so that's what I did, and and said to them, look, uh, here's the copy of my materials. Here's the, the the cover letter that I did. Here's the resume. 
I'm going to email it to you. And I'll st- of course, you know, we'll stay connected as we work through this and talk through how to format that sucker. And by the way, Ira, agent, talk, talk to me about what I didn't do right. Um, I want to learn. Uh, and, and funny thing, I, I seem to have a habit of putting a lot of, a lot of spaces between paragraphs because I love that idea of hearing that screen reader say, blank line. And, you know, because you want to hear the divisions between. And, 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 and yet, um, you know, the, the way that letters really ought to be looking, they ought to look tight. There's not, you know, if you're going to have white space, it should have a purpose. It's not just there to be sort of arbitrary. Anyway, um, great. And then to then also have your IRA agent help you, you know, what kind of format do you want that thing sent back to you uh, in? Should it be a PDF file that's all nice and locked down so that you know you can't screw it up? Uh, and, and, and even to the point, I, I don't remember the circumstances now, but there was one situation where it literally had to be filed through a specific portal uh, online. And so with using after everything got formatted, and then I was able to say to, with my IRA agent, um, look, uh, can you help me to get through that? Really, I'm struggling. Don't know if it's inaccessible or not, this website, or if it's my more than likely user error or frustration and impatience. Um, can you help me get that through? Because I really wanted to get it in. This absolutely. So bottom line is, you know, I, I enjoy using Ira for the exploration part of things. I'll be honest with you, that's the least of what I use Ira for. Mostly what I'm using Ira for on a regular basis, like I say, uh, these days is, is, is my, you know, uh, making up for my clumsiness. Uh, what in the heck did I do with that credit card I thought I had in my hand and it fell out? But I, I tell you, the thing that I praise Ira for is that it is a game changer for people with disabilities, for people like us who are blind and visually impaired, to be able to have essentially a, what it, what it really amounts to is a 24-7 reliable concierge uh, administrative assistant, reliable, competent secretarial service, uh, that is a remarkable, a remarkable um, gift, really, especially because in this particular instance, using these services we've been talking about today are not counting against the minutes that you purchase. And, uh, and so that is a tremendous public service um, that IRA is, is doing to have that kind of 24-7 support. Personal assistant, combination, personal assistant service, essentially, secretarial administrative uh, backup is just is just wonderful. So uh, thanks to Ira for that. Yeah, thanks. Yep. Thanks for those comments, and I know we'll, we'll probably hear a little bit more from Mark. Janine, he mentioned TeamViewer. Do you want to say one or two more words about what that is, how it works, and what Ira does with it? Yes. There we go. Absolutely. So how many of you have and use TeamViewer? Yeah. Oh, not too many. Okay. Well, TeamViewer is a program that you can download from, I believe it's TeamViewer.com, but you can certainly do a search for it. Uh, But TeamViewer, that's T-E-A-M-V-I-E-W-E-R, is a program that allows you to screen share with someone, and it's very, very simple. Uh, you can download it onto a Windows computer or a Mac. It is, uh, has a mobile version called, I believe it's called Quick View. Uh, for the iPhone, I'm sorry, I don't know if it's got an Android version. Uh, it, that does not allow you the same uh, flexibility. The other person can see your screen, but they can't manipulate it. With TeamViewer on your computer, though, the other person can actually manipulate things on your screen. And the way this works with Ira is that you will download the program, 
And when you run it, it will actually, there, there's really not a lot to do. Unless you are a Mac user, then you need to give it permission to share your screen. And it will guide you through that process, actually. Um, it's a fairly easy process. And if you want specifics, you can come up and talk later. You have to go into system preferences, but it's fairly easy. You simply give the app permission to share your screen. And once you do that, your agent can take over the screen. You can still have your screen reader running. Uh, and absolutely hear what the agent is doing, where they're going. Uh, one of the things that's important if you're filling out a form, one of the things I like to do to make sure that I get the information in there that I want is to have them put me on the edit box. And then I can type in the information and they can double check it for me. That way I know what I put in. So that's one way to do it. You can also have the agent type in for you. You can have the agent get those annoying check boxes and uh, buttons that aren't accessible and things like that. Clicking on them with that little annoying thing that goes across the desk. And so that's TeamViewer. If anybody has any questions about it, please uh, see us. But now it's time for your questions, because again, you guys are too quiet. Well, I'm just going to say one thing about uh, TeamViewer, and I want to share a comment, and then we'll go to questions, because okay. I, think, I think this comment will take us nicely into that. All right. Um, the, the, the thing with TeamViewer is to remember, and I think you both said this, you're, you are always in control, right? You decide when to invoke, you decide when to invite an agent to work with you on your computer, and you decide when, when things are done. Uh, and so it's important that you always have that control. You, you, some, somebody cannot just jump into your computer without your permission. Uh, using TeamViewer. Um, the other thing, I think, Mark, you talked about this a little bit. IRA agents do now, th this was something that was kind of hit or miss. Now we have it formalized that IRA agents actually can work with a bunch of different um, technology file formats, uh, PDF, PowerPoint, Word, you know, all the things that you would, would be typically expected to have to handle. And um, our agents are now able to work with those documents, are able to provide those kinds of documents to you. Um, so that is another part of the service that's great for lots of reasons and certainly useful in the employment context. Um, I'm going to just share a quick comment from one of our uh, employment program users. It has meant quite a lot to me to be able to do things with the help of IRA. I know I could have asked family or that I could have found other opportunities to, in other ways around inaccessibility. The fact that I was able to call into IRA on my own time and that I could proudly report to family and friends that I was in the process of finding a job instead of asking them to help me get there was pure gold. The fact that I am now no longer on SSI and that I have just paid taxes for the first time. This is the part that actually tears me up every time I read it. Um, I'm a good conservative. I, I'm not, <laughs> I love tax paying. Uh, taxes for the first time. That I can pay bills with money I earned and that I can afford to help my family when they are in need is priceless beyond measure. I am incredibly thankful. To me, that sums up why this employment program matters a heck of a lot. So let's see if there's some questions or comments. And uh, if not, we'll, we'll get a chance to talk a little bit more about some experiences that we all have up here. But let's get you guys involved. In the right, throw up your hand, and I will hand this microphone to Mike, and he will run out so that everybody can hear you. Otherwise, we'll just call on you. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The hand in the back and the purple shirt. I'm going to bring up an IRA agent that I'm going to say, I'm going to start picking colors of clothing. The hand that's up is the hand on the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have any questions? All right. Oh, we do have one in the Mike. back. Sweet. How about that? All right. It's always the back people that start first. I'm so proud of the people in the back. They're my favorites. <laughs> If you don't use your minutes, do they roll over to the next month? Like, can you bank them? We do not have rollover minutes. We do have easy-to-purchase additional minutes should you need them. But generally speaking, the program is set, uh, and, and we hope people will be at a level of minutes that serves your need, from 30 minutes a month to 300 minutes a month, depending on which program you're on. Um, and as I said, you can add extra minutes if you need them. Those extra minutes are yours to keep. You do bank those uh, when you buy them. And how much is it to add extra minutes? Do you get a discount after your initial monthly payment? 50, yep. Yeah, it's a 50-50. It's a 50-50 raffle. It's a $50 for 50 minutes. Any plan. Also, let me let me add to that. Yeah, come on over to the podium. I will right. stand up. All righty. Okay, maybe. There we go. Oh, see, I'm really short. This is not good. All right. Uh, so, folks, you can check your minutes anytime in the app. Uh, you can go into the usage tab, and it is going to tell you exactly how many minutes you have used, how many minutes you have left, and then it'll give you the ability, once you've gotten low, to purchase additional minutes. So there you go. All right. I think we have another question here. Hi, this is Ankar here. Um, my question was, and concern actually with IRA in the service was, you know, if we were to ask the agent to help us on our website filling out a form or filling out personal information, like maybe credit card information or whatever, how can I make sure that when I'm asking if I, for that help that my data is secure and safe and not going to be shared or... That is a excellent question, and I'm glad you asked it. Um, we, first of all, we carefully background check anybody who we uh, have as an IRA agent. So IRA agents are, are all, we, we handle the process from start to finish uh, of background check, training, we pay them, and then we put them on the, uh, on what's called the dashboard, the platform, um, with a confidentiality requirement in place so they know any violation of that is a, is a fireable offense. So we take that very seriously, as you might imagine, because we know we're providing a very high-level, high-quality service, and individuals will use IRA for personal kinds of tasks and divulge personal information to agents uh, in the course of doing that. And so all of our, as I said, all of our agents are carefully background-checked as part of the process before they even be, be, become an agent, once they get through the first screen. And then, of course, as I said, we hold them to a very strict confidentiality standard, and we drill that into our agents repeatedly so they understand. So we have been uh, very fortunate uh, that we've not had trouble, and I don't ex expect that we will. I mean, things could happen, but um, we, as I said, we, we're very careful in working with our agents to ensure uh, that they are able to hold your information in confidence. The other thing you should know is once this session is finished between you and the agent, 
there's nothing left. Uh, they, they don't have any access to it uh, on their dashboard, and actually neither do you, unless they've taken a picture and shared it, and you've asked them to share it with you, via, which is something the agents can do uh, via email or uh, on your phone. But if, if you haven't done a picture, you don't have anything left from that session other than whatever notes you might have taken, and the agent uh, dashboard it no longer retains any of that information. So once you've hung up, uh, once you've ended the session, all of that information is right. gone. Um, the there was something else I think I wanted to comment on, but anyway, those that I, I hope, uh, and we're certainly happy to talk with you further okay. if you want further uh, information Just about the kind of checks we do. Yeah. So the one, what, the, the second question I had was. If you're applying for like a, a government position, you know, a, 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 for employment, how would they feel if I were to use IRA as a service when applying for that kind of a position in government? You know, depending on where I'm trying to apply for, because like you know, they have standards and policies that are in place when applying for certain jobs in, within government, right? So, would there be a Disclosure I need to do, or what's the policy on that? You want to like, like comment on that, Julia? Okay. Well, alrighty. I'm going to scoot back over here again. <clears throat> so for government jobs, um, depending on the position, when you are applying, really um, using IRA is an accommodation. And I, I want everybody to start thinking of it that way. It is not an advantage. It is, well, it's certainly an advantage to us, but in terms of the job search and things like that, um, using IRA is a reasonable accommodation in your job search. And I think Paul and Mark can speak more to the legal aspects of that. Exactly. But um, approach it like that anytime you're thinking of a job. And the government jobs are no different. Um, we are working on a policy level with a lot of uh, government agencies to make sure that their employees may have access to IRA, et cetera. And again, you know, um, Paul and Amy will be talking a little bit about that tomorrow afternoon in a workshop that will go from here. But uh, certainly, I would not be afraid to use IRA in that situation. Now, you know, if you're going into a top secret government facility or something like that for an interview, you may want to explain it to them first. Um, just letting them know that this is a reasonable accommodation that you'll make use of during the interview if that's what you're going to do. Did that answer your question? Yes, thank you. Excellent. Yeah, I was going to say, I think if, if, it's, if it's clearance questions or something like, if it's a clearance question you're asking about, you know, that is something we haven't solved for in IRA. So our IRA agents do not have any level of uh, government clearance and any of those, I don't, I don't remember now all the levels, but there are several levels of um, uh, confidentiality uh, that somebody might meet in, in government service. So we're not able to provide agents who have that level uh, if that's something that's important to somebody. Yep. Anybody else? That's quiet. Should we break some news to them? Let's do it. All Come right. on up. Come on back up. All right. Okay. Everybody, get it. This, there is one more thing. One more thing, and this is the big thing, and you guys are the first ones to get to hear it. 
Okay, how many times, you literally are the first ones to get to hear it. You'll hear more tonight from Suman. Yes, and Mark is doing the drum roll. Yeah, woo. So how many times have you heard, well, I really like Ira, but I wish it was free? Well, guess what? It's We will have a free tier of service coming this fall. Yeah, get excited. Man, you guys need coffee today. Whoa! Come on. Woo! Yeah. And because you guys are sitting here in this room, you're going to find out how to be the first ones in on that free tier. Because we're not just going to open it up and say, eh, it's free for everybody, la, la, la. No, the first people who get to take advantage of the free tier of service are going to be people who are already explorers and guests and are already actively using the service. Yeah, so you guys get a perk. Sweet. If you are not doing so, Download the app, come to the booth if you need help, uh, come to the booth to get started. We'll get you, get you going here where it's free, and then we'll talk about where you can use it in your home area where it's free if you don't want to sign up for a plan right away, but certainly do because guess what? If you sign up for a plan, your first month is free. Woohoo! That's the word of the day, people. Free! Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to cheerlead because I'm way too old to do that. Mark's a baby, by the way. Jeez, turning 50. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> See, he's tired of hearing it. <laughs> yeah, so and as, as Janine said, um, if, you're, if you're not an explorer now, you can certainly get into a status so that you will be eligible to receive free IRA when we make that announcement by downloading the app, by making a call, doing, do, using it here, um, in the hotel, in the convention center this week, using it at the airport on your way home. Uh, and maybe you're lucky enough to be going to an airport that's also covered with IRA. There's a lot of IRA access. We'll be talking more about that tomorrow, as, as Janine mentioned. And of course, later today, we'll be talking about IRA in an accommodation setting, uh, people that are using IRA to actually accomplish tasks on the job once they've actually been able to uh, find find that position. I wanted to come back to something we were talking about earlier, and that's the whole point of the, uh, the, the fact that websites have become such a key part of the employment process. And Mark was, was talking about work that he did both as a consultant and setting up his consultant time, and then uh, his efforts to find a position. And of course, a lot of that work had to do with accessing online sites. And as we all know, it is very common to get into an online site, uh, and so you're cruising along just fine. The screen reader, the buttons are are labeled, or at least able. You're able to figure it out by context, and there's check boxes. But how many times have you gotten to that one key moment where it's like submit, and you can't find the damn button, and it's and it's and it's often that's the one that's not labeled. That's the one that your screen reader doesn't get to, uh, and it, and you're and you're hung up. I mean, you're stopped at that point. Now, some of us who are, you know, fortunate enough to have family members, maybe kids or spouses, you know, excited and are willing to kind of put up with, hey, uh, can you come here for a second? I need to ask you to finish this process. Uh, that's great. Um, I am fortunate to have uh, two daughters and my wife, all of whom will sometimes cooperate and help. Um, sometimes they let me know in un no uncertain terms that it's not really a good time for them to help. Um, the great thing about Ira is you don't necessarily need to worry about that. 
if you have sighted assistants around, that's great. But if they're not available to you, or if they've sort of had enough of giving you that assistance, um, it's two in the morning. Some of us maybe stay up late and are taking care of these things. And I find that waking your spouse up at two in the morning to help with a screen reader problem is not healthy for a marriage. Uh, so Ira's there 24-7 to be able to take on some of those tasks. And I will tell you this, our agents are also very experienced in working with those of us who are blind. They're very experienced in providing navigation information. They're also very experienced in screen reader challenges because we work closely with Vispero, as many of you may know, the JAWS in-text people. And we actually have a, 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 an access available uh, site with them, as our agreement with them as well. So if you run into trouble with JAWS, uh, and it's, it's a JAWS-related issue that you need some assistance, some visual assistance. Ira is there to be able to help, thanks to our agreement with Vispero. But as a consequence of that, our agents also know a fair amount about what they're doing. So chances are they actually know more about the screen reader kinds of challenges that we experience than a miscellaneous sighted person who doesn't necessarily know that much about screen readers or hasn't experienced them would know. So in, in many ways, I have found Ira to be very superior, our agents to be very superior to just getting random sighted help uh, with a problem that you've run into. So whether it's using TeamViewer or putting your phone, pointing your phone at the screen to try to figure out what the challenge is, um, the agents are there to be able to help you through that. And that is an experience that many people who commented on our employment program spoke to. Uh, the assistance with the online challenges that, that people ran into, sites that seemed like they were accessible and weren't uh, at, at crucial moments or sites that just really weren't accessible. I know, Mark, you said you talked a little bit about looking for salary history, and a lot of that stuff is really a challenge uh, from, a, from a, a visual standpoint because it's a lot of visual. The information is presented in very lots and lots good of tables. visual forms. Yep, exactly, <laughs> and not necessarily, e even if they are properly set up can still be a challenge to try to grab uh, that information from a blind perspective. Absolutely. So anybody else? All right, let's see. How many people out there are using IRA on their jobs? How many of you? Ooh, not men. None. None, huh? And, and nobody has asked for it as a reasonable accommodation on their job. Oh, well, <laughs> and that's why you're here. Outstanding. All right, well, you know what? This afternoon at 1.15, we're going to be talking about how employers will actually be dealing with those reasonable accommodation requests. So if some of you are thinking, oh, man, my employer would never go for that, don't think that. You might be surprised, and we'll, we'll tease that one a little bit. Um, any other questions? Comments, anything? Oh, right. hey! Back to the back. So, that was the. Your question was: Is is there a month free when you download the Ira app? So yeah, if you download it here, we will give you your first month free, um, and so you'll get the. You'll get the free use here in the hotel, of course, in the convention and all that uh, at the airport. But then you'll also have a month free to use uh, as, as you wish. Um, okay. And that will be a key point to getting you in the, in the uh, 
the list of people who are going to be able to have access to the free tier of service when we do announce that, which is All coming right. soon. Follow up. Um, yeah. I downloaded it the day before I came, uh, Thursday. So it told me seven days. Can I uninstall it and reinstall it here and need, get the 30 days? Or? To, get, to get the free month, you'll need to actually set up an account, um, and that first month would be free. Okay. One last question. And, I mean, technically, and if you, you know, if you decide after that first month, yeah, you know what, I just I don't really want to use this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, actually go f- go forward with paying for the next month. You can make that choice, uh, and as long as you find a way to to active, you know, use Ira in a free location or something like that, you'll still be eligible to get into the free terror service. Uh, yeah, I'm very. Um, I'm looking for a job now, and I on my way here in New York City, it popped up a bunch of times. You can use Ira here. You can use Ira here. You can use Ira here. <laughs> so if I brought three different tasks to one of those free places. Do I have to keep calling back in for each specific task, or will the will the one call with the one agent be a multi-use kind of thing? So, I th- I'll give you for I'll yeah. give you a specific. Give me a little more specific. I'm I'm actively searching, so I have to create a cover letter that I have to change for whoever I'm um right. you know whoever I'm applying to. So. Right now, I'm applying to the Veterans Administration and two other places. I need to tweak that. And if I brought if I brought that and said, okay, can we you know can we look at this, then look at this, then look at this, and then lastly, I have to submit something, but I can't find I can't do the captcha. Um, it's giving me a real problem. So it would be you know different tasks within the same like day within the same kind of search, or would I have to keep calling in for each different one? So. Let me let me try to answer what I, I I think what I think I got from the question, and then uh, we'll try to. Figure, I, we, we may want to talk about this uh, you know, at the booth or after the session just to kind of get clear. So first of all, um, if you're if you've downloaded and you're using Ira over the uh, let's say the seven day thing, which is the typical, you download, you get thirty minutes over seven days. You can use that thirty minutes at one time. You can space it out over the time. Um, if you're in your case, I would strongly recommend you download. You go ahead and set up an account, use it for the first month for free. Um, I hope you'll decide after that point to keep your account um, until we get into the free tier of service. Especially if you're in job search, because most of your job search minutes, as you know, will be free, uh, and that's still true. With with, uh, with currently true. The second thing I would say is, so once you're engaged in a call, you can do any number of tasks that you might want. So you get letters structured, submit it in one place, go back and restructure with your agent, figure out how to submit in a new place, all of that's fine. The, the thing I, as you were talking about coming from New York City to here, uh, I'm assuming you were coming past places that were IRA access locations like Walgreens, um, which are in most communities now a lot of a lot of Walgreens and Dwayne Reeds and such around um, and that are accessible with Ira, and you can use that to shop there. The in Boston, the MBTA, the transit agency, has set up uh, Ira an agreement and a partnership with Ira for transit use. I I mention those because in those locations, the intent is for use to use is for an individual to use Ira related to the tasks there. So if you're in Walgreens. 
the tasks are shopping and finding items and finding the cash register, finding the pharmacy, et cetera. Um, all those things that you would do at Walgreens. It's not a place to go and, and read your mail, in other words. Same is true for the transit agency uh, in Boston and other transit agencies that we hope will set up IRA. The intent is to use IRA related to finding transportation. And our agents are uh, pretty good about, you know, politely but, but clearly letting you know, look, you're in an access location. The intent for this location is tied to uh, the the uh, the intent of that location, so it's shopping or transit or whatever that might be. Do you have partnerships with libraries? We don't currently. Uh, libraries. We may have one, but one or two, but not. It, it has not. Uh, it's not something that's happened. Uh, we've not had a lot of, of takers on that, or, or and actually, I don't know if it's something that we've really pushed. So that's a good question. Thank you. Do you want to add something? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to add something here. Good. Okay. And you, you asked a good question about partnerships with places. Folks, if there are places that you go that you think, wow, it'd be great if I had free IRA minutes here because I spend a lot of time here and it would be really nice to be able to do things on my own versus please talk to the management. Give them our contact information. That's aira.io is our website. You can send them right up there. Let them know about Iris. Show them how it works. We have a 10-minute demo mode, which is also free, which you can set up with us if you're going to do that with somebody to show them what IRA is and how it could work in their business. And turn them over to us and our good people like Mike and our sales folks will contact them and talk to them about how they can make that a site access location. And the more of you guys in a community that do that to businesses, the better it is. And that includes job sites, that includes you know, office buildings where there are meetings and things like that. So um, that's the way that we get more and more service going forward too. Thank you. Um, Gabriel here from Miami, Florida. Um, I missed the first part. I was late. But I wanted to clar uh, question for clarification. Did you guys happen to mention the current um, fundraising promotion between IRA and ACB where if you sign up for Ooh, before July 31st? Oh, and Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I'm not, okay. No, I'm, we didn't. Thank we you. did not, and I'm shoving Paul out of the way here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I did, too. So if you go to ira.io slash ACB, there is a way that you can earn $10 for your favorite state or special interest affiliate. So we've got a little form on there. This is a two-part process, folks. So when you go and you download the IRA app and you get registered, you don't have to register you know, for an account necessarily and exchange credit card info, but you get your app downloaded, you put your phone number in there, you're a guest, voila, then go up to the website and we've got a little form up there to fill out. It's gonna ask for your name, email, and phone number, I do believe. And then we've got a little drop-down box where you can pick your state or special interest affiliate. For all of those that we get completed, that means both steps, your affiliate gets $10. So go on out there and uh, do that, and we are happy to donate that to your affiliate. Yeah, that's get a, happy. That's a, thanks for asking that yes. question, too. That's a, that's a straight-up contribution yeah. from IRA, whether or not you actually go forward with a full account. Um, it's just finishing the two parts that Janine mentioned. We've got another, another question here in the back in the center. Hi. 
Hi, this is Pat Sheehan. Good hey, to Pat. good to hear both of you. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I've heard you're special for new IRA users. Are there any specials for current IRA users that I might have missed? I came in a little bit late. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we invite people to come by and see us at booth 9 and 10 uh, today, tomorrow, etc., through the week to uh, hear about what we're offering. And as we mentioned earlier, um, probably the biggest thing that we're announcing, of course, is the pending free tier service for everyone who is an active IRA explorer or user uh, at the time we make the announcement, which will be coming up in the next couple of months. Got another question here, front left. The coffee's kicking in. So yeah, it took a little while, people. Yeah. Morgan Cox here. I've seen that you guys have IRA at like a lot of places, like Wegmans, grocery store in the Rochester um, area, yes. and also Walgreens. But um, are you guys looking at doing anything like with Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, or you know, <laughs> fast food places? A lot of conversations in place um, with, with uh, those and other uh, locations where we're trying to work out a, uh, an agreement to have IRA available to people in those locations. So hopefully that will be happening. Um, nothing to announce yet, um, but we're working on it. I mean, we, we, we certainly know the kinds of things uh, that people are doing. I mean, bl blind folks were out in the community accessing just the kinds of things that sighted people are going to, all the places you mentioned and more. Um, and so we'd love to have partnerships in place. Wegmans was the first retail partner. Um, so for those of you who are, you know, New York or Northeast based, um, it's a great, great family-owned business. They're really terrific people. They were terrific to work with. And they actually wanted to, once they agreed to put IRA into their, make IRA available in their stores, they wanted to take a little bit of time to make sure they could tell people about it. So they let their customer service people know. They've put up signage um, for sighted uh, spouses or family members or whatever who might say, oh my gosh, this is going to be something available now here in the store that you can use. And so that, to me, that was probably the best example of a company that wanted to do everything right. Um, and that's just the way they are. So I can't say enough good things about Wegmans and also people, people love those stores because they have cool stuff. One, one more question. Yeah, sure. What about Goodwill? Has Goodwill approached you about, because their, um, their database used to be accessible for us blind users? Uh, you know, JAWS users, and then things changed, and their their database, they're going to be coming here Monday and actually going to your party, um, one of the people that is part of Goodwill, and I will approach her when I get back to work um, after the convention and mention it, but it, is there any talk from Goodwill about maybe... So I um, can't speak to Goodwill National. I know there have been some conversations with local Goodwills uh, about access. I suspect that was more tied to physical access at stores and thrift operations uh, where people might have been interested in being able to use IRA to, to get, navigate around, find what was there, and investigate stuff. 
Um, the location here, uh, we do, we certainly know uh, the Goodwill Finger Lakes folks um, and have known for a long time. They're one of the few agencies in the blindness world that is tied to Goodwill. They might still be the only one, um, but they're certainly one of the few. <coughs> so, excuse me. So, um, we, we, do, we do know of them, and I, I don't, I, we don't have a partnership currently in place at, at, with, with uh, Goodwill Finger Lakes. And we don't have a partnership in place with Goodwill International, but it's an interesting question. Another one here, yes. front and center. Thank you. Gabriel again, sorry. <laughs> I should have asked the same time. Um, not to put you guys on the spot, I've been currently using IRA for job search, and thank you so much, it's great. How about hiring? <laughs> Do you guys have any positions where you're looking to hire blind employees? <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, you want to, you Janine, come back up. Obvious, obviously not as an um, IRA agent. <laughs> well, you know what? I will tell you what. Um, we do check our website. Check our website because Ira has hired a number of blind people in a number of positions from customer service through to our engineering department, through our customer care department, in management positions, obviously, standing right here behind me. Um, yeah. And so, you know, we're hiring you for your skills, not your disability. Absolutely. Thank so you. um, for get your that. resume together and take a look at the IRIS site. Um, you will see something about Come Work For Us, I believe is the link. And take a look at what positions we have. Um, there are positions in sales, et cetera. There are contractor things that are out there. So um, please do take a look. It's absolutely something we believe in. And, and like I said, we're looking for people with abilities. So perfect. Thank show you. Show us what you got. <laughs> Will do. Thank you. Yeah. And um, although Ira is based in San Diego, many of the positions can be done um, elsewhere uh, remotely. In fact, Janine and I are both remote to San Diego. Well, guys, thank you so much for uh, joining us. We appreciate that. We're in booths 9 and 10 in the exhibit hall when that opens. There'll be a session later today about IRA accommodation in accommodations and employment. There'll be a session tomorrow about the Access Partners, so a little bit, a lot more about the Access Network, how you can help drive and stimulate uh, places to become part of our network. Monday night we have our Explorer party, and you are all welcome as long as you've downloaded the IRA app and made a call and gotten connected. We would love to see you there. So current explorers, ready to be explorers, we're happy to have you join us. We'll also be speaking to some of the affiliates I know at different times, uh, special interest affiliate meetings around here. And remember the uh, two things. One is, of course, if you're a job seeker, those minutes are free as an IRA explorer. So if you haven't signed up, please do set up an account and you can start using IRA to help you with the employment uh, search process. And the second thing is, if you want to get a donation to an affiliate of your choice from IRA, uh, go through the process of downloading the app, setting that up, and then coming back in and filling out the form on the website, uh, ira.io slash ACB, uh, to designate which affiliate you want us to donate to in your honor, and uh, we'll see who does the best. Janine, what's the closing code okay. for anybody who needs it? <laughs> 
I'm putting away all my all my gear here. Yeah, I saw you do that. Right, putting away all the gear. So, okay, everybody. So, we have a cheer. We have a chant. Yes, I'm going to make you do this. Okay. So it's anybody from Ohio, you're going to laugh. It's A-I-R-A. Okay. Wakey, wakey. A-I. Oh, you guys, come on. You disappoint me. You're all looking out there like she obviously is not. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll try it one more time. A-I. R-A, all right, woo, woo, and uh, yeah, O-H, so it's Paul and I, when we first started this, we both went, O-H, yeah. <laughs> and if you're not from Ohio, don't ask, because yeah, we'll tell you, <laughs> all right, gang, well, um, if, like Paul said, if you need any help at all downloading, getting set up, anything, stop at the booth, and uh, if you have any questions after the session, we'll be up here for a little bit, come on up. And everybody have a great day. Keep exploring. Mm -hmm. Woo! Yay! Yeah. Happy day. Woohoo! All right. <laughs>